Have you ever been in a situation where somebody did something to you that was so bad, it pushed you beyond anything that you had ever experienced in the past or anything that you could have ever prepared for? When we find ourselves in a bad spot where we feel like we were caught off guard or blindsided or sideswiped, a lot of times the easiest thing to do is just fault the other person and make sure that everybody knows how we got the short end of the stick. Not taking responsibility for our choices, blaming everyone else, that's so much easier than being accountable. I know this from personal experience because I found myself in a situation where without blinking, I instantly held the other person completely responsible for everything that went wrong. Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. Even though this is a very personal and possibly even a little tough to deliver, I wanted to share this story because I think that sometimes we really do have to share our own experiences in order to help other people, especially today in the world of the social media influencer where everybody wants to be perceived as being perfect, having it all together. I mean, I always ask myself, who is that helping? Because we help people when we share relatable stories, when we're able to demonstrate that we all go through things. It doesn't matter how old we are, what we do for a living, what our financial position is. We help each other, right, by sharing. And for me, that's a driver. So I decided that I'm going to put my own reservations behind me. I'm going to stretch out today and share my experience with you. So here's the story. Around 10 years ago, I went through a major breakup. It was messy. Actually, I don't think messy is even the right word. I don't even know if there is a word to describe everything that we went through. But let me just say this. There was a massive break in trust. And I felt like at the time, I felt like he was the one to blame, that it was his behavior that led to the chaos or the irreparable damage. I felt that everything was failing because of his choices. And I was embarrassed by it. I was embarrassed to the point where I wouldn't tell any of my family or friends what was going on. And then one day my girlfriends come down to visit. And I mean, by this time it was obvious. I, I couldn't hide it anymore. I had to tell them what was going on. And once it all came out, it was like, I wanted to tell everyone. I had just, I just had to get it out because I'd kept it bottled up for so long. I felt like at this point, I just needed to overshare because I had so many emotions rushing through my body and I didn't know how I was going to recover or how I wanted to recover if I kept it bottled up. So I remember this one day we finally separated and I went back home to see my family and I was telling my aunt and her boyfriend about what happened and how you know horrible it was. I gave them all of the juicy details and I told them every single crack and crevice of it, right? But I think in this moment, I forgot that he was a therapist because he looked at me with a straight face and said, what was your role in the whole thing? Now, anybody that's ever been in the thick of anything, if someone comes at you with that, you're typically not prepared. When I tell you I wanted to scream, I want to blow up, freak out, everything all in one, I was just thinking, you've got to be kidding me. Did he even hear what I said happen? And I was furious. I didn't know why 
I was so upset at the time because I was in it, but I do now. He was disrupting me from acting out in my full drama. I'm in the middle of the first act. I'm the lead character and he's trying to pull the curtain down already. He wasn't giving me my moment and I wasn't ready for that. I have to tell you, it took me five days to digest what he said. And I realized I was doing the one thing that I avoided my entire life. I was being a full victim. I was. There was absolutely no denying it. I, this, this has always been the absolute worst behavior to me. I always thought that this behavior was so manipulative and so unproductive, but here I am. I wanted everybody to see what happened to me. Look at me, feel sorry for me. And that's why I'm telling everybody, right? And it was so hard for me to believe that I was actually doing that, but I was. Because at the time, it was all about what he did to me. I hadn't even considered giving any thought to what I did to contribute to the situation. That didn't even come up. And here's where it gets thick. What I had to realize is that thinking about my contribution to the situation had nothing to do with what he did. That would be about me and understanding, like my aunt's boyfriend said, what my role was in the whole thing, but I couldn't separate it. I needed to look inside myself. And I'm not telling this story to be, you know, to be full of drama or to highlight someone else's faults. I'm telling the story to highlight how Regardless of circumstance or events, we have the opportunity to take full responsibility for our own life, for our own choices, our own outcomes, so that when we are in different situations, we can respond better, not just better for the other person, but better so that we don't sabotage our future or our reputations in the process. I call this changing the narrative. (laughs) That's my favorite term. You've probably heard it on every single podcast. Because the first step to taking control and switching like from those victim thoughts is that I had to become much more self-aware. I had to. I had to honestly think about it. How did I even get into this situation in the first place? And what could I have done differently? And this is hard because before I wanted to answer this, I wanted to keep reintroducing what he did. It's the natural reaction. It's you, not me. It's so much easier for us to look at the other person and not look at ourselves. But I had to learn how to separate what he did from my own behavior for two reasons. One, everyone has a different driver or a different reason why they do what they do. I drive myself crazy trying to figure out why in every situation. And two, it's a bad practice to say, I did this because you did that. Because that type of thinking isn't taking control of our own behavior. That's reactionary. And it's also a way for us to not be held accountable for our actions because you can say you were provoked and for us to not take responsibility for our part in any scenario and that gets slippery. So we just have to be mindful because that really is the easiest thing for us to do and the first thing that typically comes up. The best thing and the hardest thing that you could do for yourself is to take responsibility. And to remember, it's not about other people. It's about your life and the quality of your experiences. We can't change other people, but we can change ourselves. And we can start with our perspective. You know, at the end of this, now that this is all said and done, I'm so grateful 
for my aunt's boyfriend's small comment because that was the seed that turned things around for me. I just couldn't see it at the time. It had to sit inside for a while. It's so easy to find a group of people that will feel sorry for you, that'll comfort you or support you in these moments. And let's be fair, we all need a little comfort and support every now and then. But isn't it, don't you find it often when you're in a bad spot, people come rushing in to feel sorry for you and comfort you. But the people that are going to really help you change your mindset, help you see the situation for what it is, those are the ones you need to hear from in these moments. Those are the ones that you need around you. I tell you, it's uncomfortable to hear. It's uncomfortable to feel. And it's not easy. But that's who you need. So if I wasn't able to identify what my role was in the situation, what I could change or do differently, then chances are I would definitely find myself in that situation again or a similar situation because I'm not changing anything. If I'm not changing anything, I'm taking the position that everything that happened was the other person's fault, that I did everything right and they blew the whole thing. Do you see how that works out? If it's never me and it's always them, how will I ever grow? And how will I ever discover what I'm doing to attract that? Sometimes we're so afraid to take any responsibility when we feel like someone wronged us that we end up hurting ourselves because we go on this endless cycle of being the person that things keep happening to continually saying someone has done something to me or I can't believe that this happened or I'm screwed now because of this. That's exactly what happens. And keep in mind, this is a transferable thought process. This goes way beyond our romantic relationships, even though that's what I'm referencing. This applies to family, work, our network, everywhere. Changing our thoughts requires work, real work. It means we have to look at ourselves and our decisions. We have to look at why we accepted what we did or chose who we did. And I shared these personal details because when I talk about doing the work, I want to be clear, this isn't something that I read in a textbook. This is something that I personally experienced. It took me years, years after my divorce to clear out all of these thoughts and behaviors, all of these things that contributed to me getting into that particular relationship in the first place. I wanted to make sure I cleared it all out so that I could move forward. So I took my time. So I wanted to be clean. I didn't want to have any animosity or hard feelings or feelings of regret or negative thoughts. I didn't want any of that attached to me. I had to come to terms with why I engaged in that relationship in the first place. So I had to take my time. Now you can see what I mean by when I say contribution. Your contribution can be as simple as your choice to engage you might not have to look farther than that. I see so many people that have been in relationships that haven't worked out and they carry that baggage over into the next relationship, either by having a bitter attitude or by saying they will never, quote unquote, never be in another relationship again because of what happened. That one always makes me do a double take. Answer me this. Why would you allow someone that you don't consider to be a good partner to have total control over your future and your thoughts about what a relationship should be when you didn't even think that they were worthy of being in a relationship with you at the end. That one always baffles me, but it is very common. And when you're bitter, who wants to be around that? 
The next person you meet won't want to deal with that. And why should they? You wouldn't want to. I don't want to. When I think about doing that personal work, I think about this. This is how I visualize it. Take a piece of string and prepare to wrap it around your body over and over and over again. Okay? Just visualize that. The string represents the difficult situation that we're in. Each turn around our body is a decision that we made to keep us in that situation. Keep turning. Each time we decide to look the other way, keep turning. Each time we went against what we knew what was right, keep turning that string. Each time we compromised our values, keep turning. Each time you, you fill in the blanks, keep turning. Okay, now stop. Here we are. We're in this crappy situation tied up in string and we can't move, but we want to get out. The easiest route to get out of this bind is to cut the string down the middle and get free. But you know what that is? That's us not taking responsibility. That's us not facing our part. That's us blaming someone else for getting us bound up in the string in the first place. It's the easy way out. If we want to grow from this, the only way we deal with this is that we unravel it one turn at a time the same way that we got tied up. And each turn, we look at ourselves, we look at our decisions, our compromises, our part, each turn. We have to unravel it turn by turn, decision by decision, so that we can take responsibility, so that we could deal with it, so that we can rid ourselves from the negativity, the hurt, the guilt, the frustration, slowly turn by turn. We have to do the work so that we can move forward with our own life. So we can learn something about ourselves and why we do what we do and understand how we want to be treated and how we want to be perceived so that we can take control and not be reactive because we want to move with intention so that we can have the experiences that we want, the types of relationships that we want. And let me get this out of the way. None of us want to be associated with poor choices. No one does. Many of us would much rather say that our circumstances have created our environment because that's easier to swallow. But those thoughts keep us in the exact same place, making the exact same decisions with the same type of people getting the same outcomes. This is about accountability. This is about taking responsibility for your situation and growing from your mistakes and understanding what it takes to change those behavioral patterns that contributed to you getting in a tough spot. Looking back, I don't even see the situation as negative. Honestly, I'm glad I experienced it. I know so many people would say, oh, but you lost so many years. I don't see it like that. I'm happy that I'm able to understand myself and how I will react, and that I know what it takes for me to get myself out of a tough spot. Like I said in the beginning, you never know how you're going to react when you're in a situation that you've never been in. I wasn't sure if I would, if I would do this episode because it's so personal, but the more conversations I have with other people about these types of situations, the more I knew I had to do it. Because one of the things that I'm passionate about is trying to drive real change, specifically in our behavior. 
you can get anyone to appease you and tell you it's okay, that your behavior is okay because you're hurt or you're disappointed. Anyone can do that. But I'd love to see people take control of their own story, get what they want out of life, be as happy as they decide they want to be. But in order to do that, you have to face your own pits. We all do. There's no way around that. We all want to drive around the building and criticize it. No one wants to go inside. But in order to grow, we have to go inside. The hardest part is when you think you have it all figured out and then bam, you get kicked in the back of the knees and you have to decide what you're going to do. Are you going to be a victim or are you going to decide to overcome it and learn from the situation? If you overcome it, you have the opportunity to really help someone who's going through the same thing and you have to do it. If you could relate to this story, or if you have ever found yourself in a tough spot, I would love to hear how you navigated it and how you felt afterwards. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.